You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. Content creators actually don't make that much money. I'm going to show you from an actual survey that basically goes over the total addressable market of social media users, which is about 4.2 billion. On that 4.2 billion, you have about 200 million or so that are actual creators. So Linktree over here did this 2022 creator report. And so you can see the audience size over here of the people that are recreational. So basically 23 million creators are recreational. So they have zero to 1,000 followers. And then semi-pro, they're 1,000 to 10,000 followers. Or so that's 139 million. And then pro would be 10K to 100K followers. So that's 41 million. And then expert would be 100K to 1 million followers. And that's 2 million people in the world. And then expert plus would be 1 million plus followers. And look at the annual income over here. 53% of creators who make less than $100 a year spent less than five hours a week on content creation. 32% of creators who make $100 to 10K a year spent more than 10 hours a week on content creation. So the relationship between how much much creators work and how much revenue they make isn't an exact science. But what I think is really fascinating is when you look over here, when you look at the annual revenue, it's 12% of full-time creators make over $50,000. So that would be maybe the median salary in the United States. And then 46% of full-time creators make under $1,000. So that's a lot of people of the creator bunch that are making less than $1,000 full-time and only 12% to make a, basically like a median salary. So really it's the top 1% or so that are generating the outsized returns here, the famous people that you're seeing on YouTube. And so it just goes to show that whatever arena that you choose to specialize in, you have to be the best of the best. Who do you see on TV when you watch basketball? You see the best players, right? The LeBron James, Steph Curry. Same thing with the football players like Tom Brady because he's a seven-time Super Bowl champion. So the best stand out because the people want to be the best and the people envy the best. And so what this dispels is the whole idea around, hey, it's really easy to be a creator. It's hard. It's just like when your parents used to worry about you wanting to be a movie star, an actor, for example. It's just the statistics aren't in your favor. It's not saying don't do it, but I think it's really important to understand that most creators don't make a lot of money. And so for part-time creators, 3% of part-time creators make over 50K and then 68% of part-time creators make under 1K. Beginner creators and monetization. When people first dip their toes into the creator economy, they struggle to monetize. So it just shows 59% of beginner creators haven't monetized yet. 6% of beginner creators have over 10K and then 35% have monetized but earn below what can be considered a livable income. Okay, interesting. You know the numbers now. Let's take a look at the reported stress levels here. So the light green would be full-time creators and then the dark would be part-time creators, all right? It's kind of the same stress levels here. So creator reported stress levels. Creators say they feel stressed regardless of income, but full-time creators tend to feel more fatigued than part-timers. And when you think about it, there are a lot of creators out there, they say this, I put my full 40 hours, probably 60 hours, maybe 80 hours plus into this, and I treat it like a full-time job. And so for me, I would consider myself more of a part-time creator, for example. Sure, there's the podcast stuff, there's this YouTube channel, there's our other YouTube channel as well. There's the shorts and all that. So I would consider myself a part-time creator and I've been compounding for years and years. I would say I drive everyone into my monetization vehicle, which is the agency, right? Or the events that I might have, or in some cases, might be selling ads on the podcast, for example. So 13% of full-time creators say they're extremely slash consistently stressed versus 9% of part-time creators. And so I would say, obviously you don't wanna be in these two quadrants over here. This is maybe let's call this for the full-time creators, maybe it's closer to 15% or so. And then over here, maybe, well, I guess this is closer to like 18%. So you could say maybe it's like 25-ish percent or so 
so that are above consistently stressed for the full timers. And I would say for my work, I don't feel that stressed to be honest, maybe because I enjoy it. If you're going to be a creator or you're managing someone that's a creator, you got to think about managing their stress levels because if they're not there mentally, they're not going to do the best job they can for their audiences. What they are doing mainly is entertaining and someone that is stressed all the time is not going to be that entertaining. And they're also not going to be pleasant to work with either. What the future looks like for creators, here's one of the tips that they have. So seek out quality audiences over quantity so you can monetize small engaged audiences that know and love your work rather than chasing bigger follower counts or brand collaborations, focus on growing your own platforms. And so there's two things here really. One, for example, for myself, I try to focus mostly around business or startups or marketing in general. That's kind of my niche, right? I don't try to venture too far beyond that. Now, what I will say too is when I did try to venture beyond that on YouTube, especially I got punched in the face. All I talked about was marketing before videos would get 100, 200, 300,000 views or so. And most of them would do pretty well. But when I started talking about other stuff, when I lost my focus there, when I tried to expand my pie, that's when I got slapped in the face. The other thing I'll say here is I do agree on sure you can build your initial audiences on these platforms, but you got to think about growing your own email list because that's one of the own platforms that you can have and nobody can really ever ban you from that at the end of the day. You got to think about how you can own first party data, right? How you can own your email list, how you can own your SMS list. My main thing here that I want to say is that content creation is a hard game and it's going to take you at least three years to get something going unless you hit lightning in a bottle, both on building an audience or building a business. And if you're going to do two in tandem, it's going to be even harder than that. And that's why most people don't do this stuff because the statistics aren't in your favor. But the reason that you're watching this right now is because, well, you don't really care and you're going to do something that allows you to reach your full potential. So the final thing I'll cover just because we have this slide over here is number of content formats that creators develop. So platformers popularity tends to ebb and flow. So show up where your audience is with content that's tailored to their favorite channel. Most creators are already producing multiple formats, such as long form video, podcasts, and apps. One in three creators produce only one type of content. 58% of creators create two to four types of content. And then you have 1% or so <laughs> that produce seven times or more. And if I think about it, I guess I'm in this arena over here. I would just say, look, if you're starting out, just focus on one, get that one right, and then move into other channels. So that's all it is at the end of the day. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.